Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, whatever crosses our minds. We're your host, Teddy Maria, and we offer two different points of views, one, an avid collector, and the other, an excited fan. Which is me. How's everyone doing? Good. All right. So we're going to continue from where we left off with this uh, Harry Potter slash Potterverse slash Fantastic Beast roundtable, if you will. So this is the part two of the Harry Potter Fantastic Beast roundtable, or the Wizarding World. Let's That's just better. make it easier. Yeah, Wizarding World. We have with us Cosmic Tea Comics crew, which is Thomas. Hello. Jasmine. Hi. And Brandon. How's everybody doing? Oh, wow. <laughs> that was better. great. That was great. Say it with the chest. Oh. Um, bass in his voice, heard of? Yeah. How's everybody doing? Very white and shit. Like. <laughs> no, no. Um, we are continuing our theories on the Wizarding World universe and what we think of them. So, we're just going to jump right in. The next theory is Harry and Hermione, a brother and sister. What? This one is going to sound ridiculous. Yeah. If, if there was a video no. camera in here, God, no. the looks alone could be memes. No. Like, everyone, they look like they're about to jump over the table and, like, just kick my ass There's for just, saying this. That should have been a... so many reasons. Hold on. No. Hold on. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I 100% agree. No. But I had to bring it anyway, as ridiculous as it sounds. It says, the theory suggests that Lily and James Potter actually had two children, a boy and a girl. But for some reason, the girl was given up for adoption. And <laughs> to the Granger family. I know it keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons why Hermione is so protective of Harry, because of Lily's blood flowing through her veins. Which also explains why they are so close. I'm not even going to acknowledge this one. Yeah, we should just skip it. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. I let, I let them say something, but I'm not going to acknowledge it. It doesn't even make any sense. You're right. Like, I, I I, don't have anything else to say. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, we figured they're in, the, they're in never mind that they're in the same house, but they're in the same age. So Twins. You're going to say that they're twins? There's some novella no. shit right there. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't so, even... Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. It doesn't even make sense because... Harry's parents, they loved Harry so much. Why would they willingly give away another child? Like, it just doesn't make sense. I agree. It was just, listen, these are the theories that I I searched and I came across as I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. Like, I saw this and I just couldn't believe it. But Mm. I brought it anyway just to see your reactions. And it's (laughs) (laughs) fucking priceless, let me tell you. Like, I should have had a camera ready just to see all of your faces. Because everybody was literally looking at me with the look of this thing. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Harry and Hermione. That theory gave me four foot of That is so great. It's gonna be a while before I get over that one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, moving lies. on. Deception. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> More lies. <laughs> 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 far as far as Whitaker looks. Oh shit. Okay, moving on. So the next one. This one's actually pretty interesting. Okay, how the Horcruxes are created. So they say that it's created to create a Horcrux. You will need to commit murder, a spell, and some other unspeakable act. 
The other unspeakable act people are guessing is cannibalism. So that's the most unspeak, you know, the most unspeakable act can be cannibalism, which is connected to taking the strength in some cultures. It's heard that it connects to taking the strength and power from the dead. So do you think that cannibalism could have been the the unspeakable act? I don't. Yeah, because I would say I mean, murder is the unspeakable at, act. But if you look at how Voldemort acts, I don't see that being too far fetched from him. I don't. I don't see that being too far fetched from him to like, maybe not full on eat a person, but to eat like part of them to be able to take in because he eats unicorn blood. He does Yeah, I don't think he's gonna eat an entire corpse. I'm just saying no, he'll but, take like a piece. Yeah, I don't think that he. It will be above him to just not. So I mean, you know, he'll do it. I think he's the type of guy. What do you guys think? I don't think so because it just seems like it would be easier to cast a vada cadaver and be done with it. Like, why go through the trouble to consume the flesh of another when you could just kill them and there goes your Hawcrux? But if that's the case, then everybody could could create in 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 the war between you know in Hogwarts, everybody was killing everybody. So who's to say that a whole bunch of whole crosses just came out of nowhere? If it's, it's just the act of killing killing somebody, well, <clears throat> maybe it's the intent to create the Hawcrux as well. Like maybe not. It's just not enough to murder somebody. You have to murder them with the intent to split your to be able to split your soul, mm-hmm. so you can't die. I, I was gonna say that kind of makes a little sense because if mm-hmm. you think about when he went to kill Harry. I'm sure as, like, things were, like, happening, his only thing is survival. He's trying to survive. So when the curse rebounds and basically he's about to kill himself, like, he's trying to, like, I need to survive. So he latches himself to Harry. Like, it has to, I think the intent, I think he has something on, like, if you're trying to create it, it's going to happen. But Harry was an unforeseen creation of a Horcrux. But, yeah, I think if you're about to, if you're trying to cast a spell, a killing spell, and you realize that as you're like something's not right at this moment, you're gonna try to survive. You're gonna think or will yourself to like. You don't think he would do that? Like at the last second, just like attach something, or not intentionally like or just survive. So okay. it just kind of happens. It's not like it was trying to do it, but he was just like I survive. Like yeah. maybe more so subconsciously. Yeah. He did it Dumbledore without even did realizing. say that. Dumbledore did say that. I don't remember if it was to Snape or to Harry. He does say that. But he says, when the curse rebounded, the last piece of his soul latched himself to the only living thing in the room. Mm. So then that right there basically means that cannibalism cannot be because it was an unforeseen. Thank you very much. Okay. Very good. Like I'm teaching in class, and the professor's like, "Very good, ten <laughs> points, eight for everybody, ten mm-hmm. points, <laughs> ten points." The Slytherin. I was <laughs> just gonna say to Hufflepuff because I said those last words okay, that you know, mic drops. <laughs> twenty-five points. points, twenty-five <laughs> points to Hufflepuff, five points to Slytherin. Let me, let me stop. No, 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 no. It, very good points, like totally. That's great. Okay, now we are going to jump into Fantastic Beasts. Mm. That's fresh in our minds. <laughs> Fantastic Beast. Now, this is going to be pretty interesting because it's not like there was a book for Fantastic Beast. We're just basing this on the oh, movies yeah. that we've seen. There's a book. Is it the book talking about all the different animals or the screenplay? 
It's there's a book, but it's just about all the different animals. It's okay. not the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there is no actual book. Like you know how Harry Potter was based, yeah. you know, okay. was based mm-hmm. on a book. But I don't think that happened with Fantastic Beasts. No, I think they did it afterwards. Cause I've seen it on Audible. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Fantastic. I've seen both. But is it? It's the it's from the movie. It's basically just the book version of the movie. Mm, okay. All right. So the theory is Snape is the grandson of Quinny and Jacob. Um, as say as they said, this one is far fetched theory. Trying the time period of the Fantastic Beast movie circa nineteen twenty six, the birth of Eileen Prince and Snape's biological, which is Snape's biological mother, in nineteen twenty nine. There's very little known about Eileen Prince except for the fact that she was a witch who married a muggle called Tobias Snape. Um, the theory for Snape's heritage stems from Quinny's excessive gifts abilities as a legitimus. The legitimate. I'm going to say it wrong. I know I'm saying it wrong. Legilimens. Thank you. Um, Which is a witch or wizard that can read each other's mind. Um, In order of the Phoenix, it's revealed that Severus Snape has the same skill when Dumbledore requests him to teach Harry occumency, which is the art of shielding the mind from Voldemort's invasions and stuff like that. Wait, so Snape really could just... I'm not talking about the spell where he forces himself into Harry's mind. Mm-hmm. I'm talking on a day to day. Like I'm just passing homeboy by in this, the hallway. He can just peek into my head real quick. Well, this they is... always hint at it. Like it's always like he knows what mm-hmm. they're Cause talking about. Because he's always about. staring at Harry. Right. Like whenever he's looking at Harry, it's yeah. like, the fuck you doing? Yeah. Like he's staring into his soul and shit. You know, <laughs> into the the windows of his soul. So, you know, it kind of makes sense. If he, does he have a trace of it that he can kind of like have a feeling more like for example empathic that he can get the feeling that the person's lying to him or that he can actually read their mind and mm. if he gets it you know Quinny is like always on the verge of thinking that she's gonna go crazy or she doesn't want anybody to call her crazy I don't think that Quinny like I don't think that Jacob and Quinny is his parents his godparents his grandparents but I feel like maybe he does have that ability the only reason I don't is because they I'm pretty sure they confirmed that Snape is a pureblood. Like his family is. No, he's half. No, he's, he's a half blood prince. He's a half blood prince. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Right, I forgot about that. Oh. Hmm. Maybe that's why I just said that Eileen Prince. Okay. Married Tobias Snape, mm-hmm. who is a muggle. A muggle-born. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, why would Voldemort allow him? To be part of his... Be part of it. Right. Yeah. Like, his right hand, if he wants to kill all... Even though he himself... Maybe that's why, because he himself is a half, half, blood. Uh, half blood. He's not a full wizard. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so. not too far-fetched of um, a theory, but it's difficult to pinpoint, seeing as it's so far back, and we don't have more to go off of. Mm. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, this one was this one is difficult to pinpoint because it's not like there's enough information mm-hmm. there to kind of go back. It's like we want that to happen, so there could be a connection to Snape and be mm-hmm. like, okay, we get it. But it's just the time gap. The time gap is so big and so massive mm-hmm. that anything could be could happen within that time frame, and you're mm-hmm. just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. it's wishful thinking. Okay, here's another one. Tina Goldstein is the master of the Elder Wand. Tina Goldstein's the master of the, of the Elder, Elder Wand. Wand. 
In the first Fantastic Beasts movie ending, the climax scene has several reveals, the major one being the true identity of Mr. Graves, Colin Farrell, who was the white collar disguised as Geralt Grindelwald, right. which is Johnny Depp's character. Mm-hmm. Um, in the action-packed sequence that followed, um, it aptly pointed out that the uh, that Tina Goldstein cast a disarming spell to Grindelwald in the moments leading to the final capture by Makuza. Taking a hint from the Deathly Hallows movie, we can expect that this is not an irrelevant scene. So, basically, if she she disarmed disarmed him, him, and that's pretty much what happened when Harry disarmed Malfoy, Malfoy. Malfoy, the one changes his allegiance. allegiance. So, but at the same time, it kind of like he disarmed him when Harry disarmed Malfoy. He wasn't holding the Elder Wands; he was holding Malfoy's Malfoy's wand. Right. So when Malfoy disarmed Dumbledore, it almost make it seem that whatever wand from here on out, you know, yeah. will have the allegiance to okay. the person that disarmed them. Right. Even though it didn't happen with the wand that they were holding at that moment, because Malfoy disarmed Dumbledore. Yes. Right. Okay. So then that means that wand belonged to, to Malfoy. Malfoy. Right. And Harry, Harry disarmed did, Malfoy, Malfoy right. but with Ma- Harry's wand. And it seemed like all the other wands that Malfoy was supposed to hold on to belonged to Harry. Is that, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So the same thing goes with, um, so with Tina Goldstein. Right, right. Where she disarmed Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Grindelwald and eventually he's going to hold on to... The elder one. Right. Mm. Which you already know he has, because you see him have he see him holding it. Right. So when he gets disarmed, it's now but Tina's. They, yeah, it could be now heard, but they never even reference it. Like, it's a scene that's there, that's kind of important when you think about it. Mm-hmm. They may make reference of it in the next movie, possibly. Maybe that's a way a factor that that's the way that he gets defeated. I was gonna say something about the next movie, but it would be a spoiler for one of our guests here my bad <laughs> <laughs> I mean at this point it's kind of his own fault but <laughs> <laughs> you're a little too late to the party bro <laughs> so you think that's a possibility they have to wrap it around unless it was just an actual throwaway scene that they didn't think about they have to wrap that around mm. okay anybody else okay. interesting interesting yeah, I was kind of caught off guard with that one myself. Yeah. But it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense when you think about the scene. But now, just remind me, Tina and those in the Makusa, they never used wands. Yes, they did. They, they yeah, did. they did. Mm-hmm. Okay. The thing is that when it came to uh, the, the, the North American version of the school with right. Evermorning and stuff like that, right. They basically did not allow the students to take the wands home with them. Okay. They were only allowed to get their wands once they graduated school. So when they were going to the school, they would use their wands while they were at school. And then when, when they're done, they had to leave it there over their break and then Got come it. back, which is fucking stupid. But that's their way of controlling, you know, so yeah. the magical world won't be out there because, you know, the witch hunts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, at some point, the the whole North American version of magic is 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 difficult because um, there was a strong Native American aspect 
when it came to magic, they actually were able to cast spells and do a whole bunch of stuff without a wand. The only reason why a wand is being used is to direct the magic easily or more direct. So it was more like a channeling. It, yeah, I was going to say it helps channel. Their yeah, magic. that's how they explain it with with right. the U.S. Um, you know, with the North American version of uh, of you know Makuza or whatever the case may be. But at some point, they don't really use their. There's some aspects where they don't use their wands. That's why you kind of see Grind, uh, Grindelwald. Yeah, he does it a few times. He'll just like force push something. Yeah, like he'll mm-hmm. use his hand or whatever, and he's just like doing something. And that's because they really weren't raised into using those wands, you know. And when they did, they are stupidly powerful. Like Grindelwald was deflecting magic left and right, and they were all attacking him at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he was doing it like it was nothing. Granted, he is Grindelwald, and he's powerful. Right. But then he's also doing stuff with his hands without a wand. It's just like, this is nothing. Which is something that we never saw until Fantastic Beast. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Very few times, even Dumbledore does stuff without a wand. Like when he sets the cabinet on fire the first time he meets Tom Riddle. He's a boy. He just kind of mm-hmm. sets the thing on fire. Right, right, right. But True. even then, you you don't see him do stuff without a wand. A wand. Mm-hmm. He has a wand usually. Yeah, because the, the the European version of the schools or whatever, you know, they allow their kids to actually run around with a wand and stuff like that. Not not yeah. so much in the North American version. So you got to be. Huh? You got to be slick. You yeah. Gotta, you got to be a New Yorker. You got <laughs> yeah. to be from the U.S. to just, nah, I don't need that. <laughs> I just do it. <laughs> we have to fight off rats and shit. We just move that shit with your hand. There you go. Um, okay. Moving on to the next theory. Um, Ariana Dumbledore was an obscuro. Yeah. I think that's pretty fucking mm-hmm, obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She... Did, I don't know if they directly confirmed it, but they said something about it. Like she was, so basically, there was a scene where he, um, oh my god, Newt was in the jail cell and he was talking about a girl that you know they basically was giving the 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 background of how this girl comes to be because they're withholding the magic, they're not allowing the magic to to flow or to to work as they as it should. So with Albus Dumbledore's sister, Ariana, she was, um, you know, she had two brothers and parents, and then she was uh, performing magic in her own backyard, and two muggles kind of saw it, mm-hmm. started, you know, they got stupid with her, and the father actually went after them, and I think he ended up killing the, the two boys or something like that. Percivus. Something like that. So, okay. uh, Dumbledore's father basically wound up in, um, in jail. Um, since then, she's always had to hide her magic, and then one time she just had a tantrum, and that ended up killing off her mother, mm-hmm. which again falls into the whole obscural theory, you mm-hmm. know. So, and it would make sense too. On top of that, that Dumbledore gets super close with Newt because Newt's the one who saved, or who was able to get the obscurus out of her. Out of whom? Out of the little girl. But that he wasn't talking about. He, yeah, he wasn't talking about um, Dumbledore's sister, but he did manage to get it out of another girl. I forget where he said he did. Is that it was Africa. Or something? Africa. Yeah. yeah. He was able to get it out of the little girl. She just didn't survive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically when she would have like these outbursts, it, you know, kind of like killed off the mother. So... I think that Ariana was actually an obscure, and you know, I think that's the reason why um, Grindelwald got close to Dumbledore 
because he wanted to get that power. Mm. So if he knows that his sister's having has this ability, why do you think he's going after Credence? Yeah. Who's in Obscuro as well. And survived. Past the age of ten. Which That's mm-hmm. right, right, right. And he's he's openly said that Krenus is the only living creature who can get close to him because he probably knows Dumbledore's gonna have a soft spot for him. He's gonna know what it's like to deal with somebody who has this. He's gonna be the only one who's gonna get close enough mm. to try to talk to them or because Dumbledore's gonna want to help him. Yeah, mm. but if he can get, he's to... not one to leave somebody out in the cold. Yeah, if he the can get to Credence. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, 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 you're fine. Go. Go. Uh, I was just going to say the same way when he approached Tom Riddle in the orphanage all those years ago. Like, even when he was talking to him, he saw, like, there was something there that wasn't right, but he still chose to bring him to Hogwarts to try and help him. Yeah. Because Dumbledore always wants to try to see the good. Even when he's not, he knows it's not there or there's something wrong, yeah. he still wants to give the person the benefit of the, benefit we, of the doubt. And we know how that story ends. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, not good at all. Dumbledore's compassion is his biggest downfall. Yeah, it's like, bro, yeah, stop. He's not mm-hmm. good. His greatest strength and greatest weakness mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Very true. Next theory: Grindelwald causes World War Two. So this is what the theory. This is what it based on. The crimes of Grindelwald presenting the perplexing notion that Grindelwald's platform of Muggles. Um, subservience was a measure to prevent the Second World War. But what if it was a way his way of stopping, you know, genocide fails and actually leads to the horrible conflict? So maybe all these things that you know, like him saying, "Oh, we need to protect our own" and stuff like that. All these actions that he's doing actually causes the conflict in World War Two. I think it's far fetched. Yeah, I am. I don't. I'm not trying. I'm trying to see the connection. Though. That's too hard. It's. It's. That's. Wow. You're stretching. Yeah. 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 You're. Yeah. You're pulling Mr. Fantastic to his limits. Like he is. Just, that's stretching <laughs> it. <laughs> not me. I didn't come up with this theory. No, 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 I just yeah. found it. <laughs> I, you. I'm just saying. Like that's that's pushing it. Sometimes to... people want to. I think that this is something also based off of the Muggle versus magical mm-hmm. war possible war that happened in the past they were like oh well this this is a, a theory in terms of how this war could have happened or something like that yeah it's just kind of like it gets too you try to add magic to something that you know logically like logically actually happened and it's like no no we, we know no <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah I don't think that's even a possibility but people like to theory um, okay, here's another one. Dumbledore's brother. So they're saying that Credence or Aurelius, right, mm-hmm. is his brother. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, so at the end, at the end of this movie that we were gonna watch, uh, you find out that who is his real identity supposedly is Dumbledore's third brother, and you see why when uh, that thing when she went in front of the bogget and it was falling, it's because she dropped the baby mm-hmm. into the water, and that's what she saw. The baby just drowning. No, the baby wasn't dropped into the water. She switched the babies out. Because the other one fell in the water. No. No, she switched the babies out, and then the other one fell in the water. No, they fell in the water because this whole ship went down. Yeah. So that's why she has that image of the baby floating and stuff like that. But she switched out the baby because the baby was fucking annoying. It was crying. Yeah. You know? At least to her. So... Mm -hmm. 
So basically, so that was a what was her name? Lita Lestrange. Lita Lestrange. Lita. Lita. I mean, her name is Lestrange. Come on. This was only going one way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very strange place. <laughs> so what they're saying is that what if Aurelius is actually Abafor, and that um, he had his mind cleared or white or whatever, and what do you mean? Who's Abafor is actually Dumbledore's brother. Yeah. So I know, but they're saying that. What if Aurelius was actually um, Aberforth? Oh. Isn't Aberforth older? Yeah. Then there goes that theory. Yeah, I think Aberforth <laughs> is older than Dumbledore. There goes that theory. I'm telling you, these people will be fighting like... <laughs> I didn't really... like, here, let me throw this out there. That's why yeah. I'm, kinda, I'm like confused. I'm like, no, because he's... No, this is he's older than... Mm-hmm. This so I don't place. even know why they're even speculating that... Aurelius is somehow Aberforth. I think they're not even looking into it even further. That's someone but, who doesn't pay attention. That's just, yeah. grasp, mm-hmm. that's just gra- grasping at straws. Invisible, non-existent straws. <laughs> oh my God. A lot of these theories usually tend to do that. Um, I think the last one that we have here is that the ship that, you know, the switch happened and it mm-hmm. sank was the Titanic. You know what's so Jeez. funny? I actually just told <laughs> I just told Jasmine something not too long ago about the Titanic. Okay. That there's a theory <laughs> and another theory that this uh, the creator of that of the Titanic made two ships. And which is a true fact. This is a fact. There are two ships that are identical. One was called something else, the other was called the Titanic. Oh, they sunk it for insurance? Yes. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason they even say it is because one of the guys who worked on both ships survived the Titanic and on his deathbed told him that the Titanic never sank. Yeah. No. And I was like, if you're gonna die, this is the last thing you say. Like seriously, if it's not the truth to that. the ultimate yeah. troll, like it's yeah. just like I'm gonna go out with the biggest bang. <laughs> By the way, that one of the Titanic croaked. <laughs> like I'm just gonna drop this bomb real quick right now. The Titanic oh, never sank. <laughs> oh man! Like, kinda... What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> So, like, if that is true, that is insane. And it would be even funnier to just tie it into Dumbledore. Like, that was the boat that sank? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, so let's just tie it all together. Yeah, that was the one that sank. It probably wasn't the Titanic. It was just a, a ship that crashed. Yeah, yeah. But they were like, oh, well, I mean, even when I saw it, I was like, could it that have been the Titanic? You know, when I saw just the scene. Just a reference? Like, yeah. No. But... I don't, I don't think, think that so. I saw that. No, what don't. you got to do is ask those wizards, did they hear a band playing throughout the... <laughs> over the screaming, dying people, did they hear a violin? Oh, <laughs> the quartet. Did they hear a girl whistling in the water? Oh, like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Someone's saying, mm-hmm. come back! Come back! <laughs> if that ever happened, then no, I think we're okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that is all the theories I have. Any other theories you guys may have heard of and want to bring up... I don't think it's more theories. It's just, I feel like we should just talk about how we feel about the movies and books sure. at this point. Okay. Because I have a bunch of things that to say about like the books and how they differ from the movies, mm-hmm. both good and bad. Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, I'll start it off just by saying like, having have read the books, I like the way they did the movies. Like, I've seen plenty of like comic book adaptations mm-hmm. and like movie adaptations of comic books and movies. 
they stuck to the source material so strongly that you can literally go page from page, word for word, and read it. And just be like, yep, this is about right. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of stuff can do that. Like, not a lot of like, the source material, the movies you watch can say that. There would be hints of like, oh, yeah, this is from that. Like, even Infinity, like, you watch a Marvel movie and mm-hmm. you see the Infinity Saga. You see the story that they're telling has zero, almost zero connection to, like, that book when you see, like, a line or something. Mm-hmm. It'll be images you see. Harry Potter didn't do that. They stuck with it. And it was so such a good idea to keep the cast. Mm-hmm. Over a decade, you had the same cast in every movie. That's hard to do. And great actors and actresses. Unfortunately yeah. for Dumbledore. Yes, unfortunately Dumbledore for Dumbledore. After, yeah. after mm-hmm. what was it? Chamber or Azkaban? Just the no, first just, just the first one. It was the no, first one? no, he was the, the second one. one. The second one. He was? Yeah, Chamber yeah he was. He was. Yeah. It was in the third one that um yeah, the that they got the, the new actor. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. he unfortunately passed away. Yeah. 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 But like you know they would have kept him. Oh yeah. Definitely. Of course. to have a cast like that and to be able to tell a story over ten years, you're watching this these kids grow and tell you the story that they love and like it's just freaking awesome well i mean jk rowling had a lot to do with the movies making sure that they are true to the book as possible mm-hmm. of course some things have to be cut out like the house ghosts and stuff like that or oh, yeah. uh, right, right, right. The there was a bit in the first movie right. he yeah. had right, a small right. scene in the book he gets an entire chapter yeah dedicated mm-hmm. just to him mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things that you know were cut out but it wasn't anything significant that mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. damage the movie in any way and yeah. it's totally understandable because the movie can't be like four hours long right you know right. i was gonna ask brandon like as a person who's only seen the movies what did you think about them like the story wise you're talking just the entire story in general or yeah just just a specific the, movie? the whole story in general because we've all like you've read them mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. read yeah. we've all mostly read them so we get both sides your opinion is like as a basically a fan who's just seen the movies like you really don't know anything about the lore too crazy it's like what did you think about it I loved it but when I when it when I first seen the first movie I was like when did that one even come out I, was I don't even know where. I was probably I was 10 I think when I came out okay. and of course a movie about wizards and magic a 10 year old of course is gonna love yeah, it yeah but after watching it multiple times throughout the years each movie you just learn to appreciate it more and more. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite aspects about the movies is how in Sorcerer's Stone, it starts off so lighthearted. And then the second, like I said earlier, the second you get to the end of Goblet of Fire, the tone completely shifts. Mm-hmm. Like it even slightly started shifting in Azkaban. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I think that, it, that's where it started. Yeah, I think people. it went dark Azkaban? in Azkaban. Yeah. 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 But like the second, the end of Goblet of Fire, that's when it just went full dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I said, that's when it became, I don't want to say depressing in a bad way, but it's like you survival. felt what mm-hmm. you felt what they were going through. Yeah. Like just the way like the acting was, the cinematography, like mm-hmm. just everything. Like you felt stuck there with them. Like you felt what they were feeling. And mm-hmm. I just like how they were able to slowly change the tone from lighthearted mm-hmm. to just absolutely miserable dark like you could tell every intro the first one you watch it the wb the warner brothers logo comes on it's bright it's colorful right. it's nice and then every single one afterwards got 
To by the time the last one come on, it's, it's just like, like monochrome. It's, yeah, it's just, <laughs> just no music. <laughs> Many sing noise. Just this right. is not, and it's just so dope to see that. Like this is a ten year progress. Like this is stuff that movies are trying to do now, mm-hmm. where superhero movies or comic book movies, they're trying to do that now. And this is a franchise that did it, mm-hmm. yeah, so long ago and did it well, mm-hmm. very well. Yeah. They told a story that got people hooked in. Even if you don't watch the movies, you just read the books. This story lasted so long for this person. And as a reader, you're just like, I got to see what the hell happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never heard a person say, oh, I just read the first one. I liked it. And I didn't read anything else. It's like, no, they read the entire series. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I was never somebody who was into reading books like that until I started reading the Harry Potter books. And that actually created my love of reading. You know, like sometimes, you know, you start a book and you're like, oh, okay, fine. You never finish it. But then with the Harry Potter books, I'm like, I know there was for kids and stuff like that. But when I'm reading and I'm like, I need to know what happens next. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as it came out, I was on the waiting list for the, for when the books were coming out. And right. we got them the same day, you know. Um, it was like a big thing for not just myself, but for my family as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think also with the Fantastic Beasts, um, not a lot of people tend to like the Fantastic Beasts. I think they're trying to hate on it because they probably don't understand it. They're just waiting to see some resemblance of a Harry Potter movie. Mm. And I think with the Fantastic Beasts, what I like about it is the fact that um, it ex- you you get to expand on the Wizarding World. It's not just Harry Potter. Mm. It's also the whole Wizarding World. It's different. You get to see how other countries deal with it like the u.s mm-hmm. we may not like how the u.s wizarding world works but it's different they're not going to all be the same mm-hmm. and then on top of that you see the animals the craziness and like there's a reason like hagrid you you everyone loves hagrid and it's like but he's always obsessed with these animals mm-hmm. you watch fantastic beasts and you see another person who's not as big not as hairy not as mm-hmm. But he's obsessed with animals. And you see, he's like, oh, it's because they're freaking crazy. Mm. <laughs> like a Thunderbird. Like, or like, all these little tiny things, like his little um, green picket. Picket. Yeah. Like, they're so cool. Bull they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's called. And they all have these all different personalities. Yeah. And he's trying to explain that they're not dangerous. You're the dangerous. The most dangerous creature on the planet are humans. Mm-hmm. Period. Though, like, the animals don't. You can understand the animal. You mm-hmm. can't understand a human. It's like, they're just crazy. People are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and New is just one of those people who's just like, I much prefer animals. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like he they, says that. Yeah. He says yeah. that, yeah. And people were hating on New. I remember you and I were having a conversation yeah. about that, saying that he wasn't masculine enough. <laughs> so, you know, I find that to be total bullshit. Yeah. If, if, listen, if you're able to capture a freaking, you know, Thunderbird and and all these animals that are can genuinely kill you, and he doesn't play twice. The mm-hmm. giant, the giant rhino one, which I can't remember the name right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah. But yeah, like he does his whole dance, that dance, he, right? Without any hesitation, he puts all the armor on uh, Jacob, and he just goes <laughs> for it. He doesn't even tell him to go do anything. He just, you stay here. I'm gonna go handle this. Mm-hmm. And if anything, we were able to kind of understand that the, the the wizards and witches are actually their bodies are different yeah he was just like yeah you're susceptible yeah your physiology is slightly different right which is interesting we didn't know anything about 
until Fantastic Beast. Mm. You know, yeah, and on top of that, also they can age up to two hundred years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So their lifespan is even longer. A witch or wizard. He even says though, when Jacob got bit by something, he says like it's a bigger reaction than he was expecting. Like whatever bit him, the reaction is different. It's not even the same mm-hmm. for a wizard and a human to get bit by the same creature. The reaction is different. Mm-hmm. So it's like the fact that he's smart enough to know these things. And then constantly, wizards are just shitting on him. <laughs> constantly. Yeah. It's like, bro, this man will poison you 18 different ways a <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. And you're going to constantly insult him? Mm-hmm. He can unleash anything he wants into your house at any moment. And you will never know. <laughs> and you're constantly shitting on him? Are you insane? You're lucky he is a soft, kind-hearted man. Right. If he was a Slytherin, you would have been dead already. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a Hufflepuff. <laughs> like, if he was a, like, if he was anybody else, oh, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Like, if he was Snape, Snape would have... <laughs> Like, I'm tired of your mouth, yo. That's it. <laughs> like, you would have seen some crazy shit. Mm. And he would have done it without any trace of him. Mm-hmm. That is true. But they cast these shit on new, and it doesn't make any sense. And I hate that audiences feel that he's not. I've heard people say, oh, he's not tough enough. He's not this. It's like, no, you're stupid. Your opinion right. is invalid. <laughs> I think they're trying to they're trying to show more of a masculine side of him in the beginning of the the second movie, um, the Crimes of Grindelwald, when he had when they showed his house. And, and he, he goes like, into the tank. And yeah. He, I think when I saw that, I'm like, okay, they're trying to man him up even more. Which, to me, doesn't make a difference because the fact that you're able to control all of these animals and know. Yeah, like nothing. Your assistant is kind of like helping you and he's telling you, no, you can go home. Right. Yeah. Like, I got the rest. Don't yeah, worry about it. He's like it. rolling up his sleeves and like, okay. And he just jumps in. And you're like, what? <laughs> Not masculine enough. Excuse me. He's wrangling some kind of sea creature over there <laughs> that he has With in his basement. Hands. Yeah. That he happens to have in his basement. Yeah. So it's like, come on, you know? I find it kind of weird that so many of the wizards in that world don't know much about their own animals. Yeah. Like, their own animal kingdom. Like, they mm. just think everything is dangerous. Like, I think it's also vanity, too. They feel that they're so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, do we know everything about animals? No. There you go. We discover new animals all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not discovering something that's been here for millions of years. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, but we're not... We could be scared of them, but we're not terrified of them. Like, they were terrified of all the creatures. Every, yeah. For every yeah. creature they saw, they were just like, it's the one attacking. They constantly referenced, told him, oh, what? which one of your creatures are attacking? It's like, dude, mm-hmm. this is not mine. Right. Don't, and he even said, it, don't act like when he sees the body for... Um, after, oh, I, yeah, the brother. Yeah. The, sen- the senator was the, the son? Yeah. No. The he, son, no, the new he senator. He was running. He was running for it. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. When they see his body, they say right. he said it. They don't act like this was a beast. You know beast. this wasn't. Right. You know exactly what yeah, this he, is. He said, like, right. don't pretend like you don't know or something like yeah. that. Because they like to cover up. Mm-hmm. No one wants to admit that they have no control over what's going on in the magical oh. society. That's true. The That's same. just U.S. government. There you go. <laughs> That's so the same way Fudge was with Voldemort. He's like he's not back. Oh, he's right, not back. Right, he's not yeah. back. Right. Like, yeah, he is. Like yes, he is. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. And he did everything to like you know try to cover smear, it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to smear Harry's name. To, that's where he started getting really angry, and also Dumbledore making him a quack, which hmm. is fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah, he like, kept thinking Dumbledore was just out for his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Dumbledore's army. It's like, bro, we don't want your shit. Another <laughs> one, vanity. 
that's yeah. it's it's all that they you know they act like they know it all because they have magical abilities and stuff like that when really they really don't mm-hmm. you know they think that everything is peaceful it's fine there's no issues and then there's always somebody trying to you know take over you know and with Grindelwald he was using the fear that magical society had against muggles he was using their 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 want to be free Mm-hmm. That oh like we can all do whatever we want. You can marry whoever you want. You can love whoever you want. If you want to love a muggle, go ahead, love a muggle. But in reality, think no, I just want more power. He was fear mongering. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and like I was saying earlier, like he was smart. His wand, like he never actually, he does kill people, but he's smart to have other people do it. Right. Like he's keeping himself clean. So like if he were to ever get caught, I didn't do nothing. That scene where he was um, where Grindelwald was having with the whole audience yeah yes um i don't know that hits too close to home because <laughs> he's he's talking the truth he's just mm-hmm. saying this this what you want like this is what's gonna happen you're gonna be hiding mm-hmm. you're gonna be afraid covering yourself all the time or you can join me and we can live however we want to live the mm-hmm. only thing is i'm gonna be in charge <laughs> right <laughs> and that's why spoilers again when queenie joins them you see mm-hmm. her argument for it like but we can do whatever we want and Jacob's like no we can't like that's not that way like yeah you can do whatever you want but you're not doing it the right way you think Quinny's gonna come back no I think that actually that I was gonna say that puts another hole into that theory that's neat yeah yeah because Mm -hmm. they never had a kid well that we know of unless they had something and then she leaves and then you find out she's pregnant whose kid that would be Jacobs, but that's if they did something. Could have been Grindelwald. Snape is Grindelwald's heir. Half blood prince all over uh-huh. him. Two times. The half blood gave birth to a half blood. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it just make him a pure blood? Yeah, right. <laughs> Two halves makes a whole. Oh, oh boy. Uh, do you want to say anything? Jasmine is quiet. She's just like agrees. She's like, I agree. I agree. Yep. <laughs> My thing with the books, uh, I was I noticed this uh, recently rereading it or listening to them. They keep everything in the movie. They just change the order. So the scene in the first Harry Potter movie where they Snape corners Professor Quirrell, Professor Quirrell in the hallway, telling him, "You don't want me as your enemy," and Harry's standing right there. The exact same thing happens in the book, completely in a different area, different mm-hmm. time. They go to the Forbidden Forest. It's the same scene, but Harry's flying above them in the trees on his broomstick. And it's just kind of like one of those things where like, I like what they did it in the movie a little better. Because it made mm-hmm. more sense. Because it's more tension. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Like in the book, I didn't care that Harry was flying above them or like in the Forbidden Forest. But when you see it in the movie, you're in the hallway, and he's trying to get a book from the library and then he sees him he's in, he's standing right in front of them right, right. there's way more tension that way mm-hmm. and then he goes in the room and he sees the mirror and all that stuff happens which again apparently Dumbledore was there the whole no time, time in the book yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was there the whole time he was watching him which was super creepy when you think about it because <laughs> Harry goes he says it Harry goes back multiple, multiple times, times yeah. every single time Dumbledore was probably just standing in the corner invisible just staring at him God damn, that's creepy. Yeah, because he says it. He's like, I don't need a cloak to, to be, be invisible. invisible. <laughs> I never really noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Dumbledore is the greatest wizard ever. <laughs> and he says it. He's like, I don't need a, I don't need a uh, cloak to be invisible. And he sees Harry going there all 
all the time. Mm. That is, or at least for as many times yeah. as that is fucking eerie. And we know <laughs> that Dumbledore can also see through the invisibility cloak. Yeah, well, he says that we, too. We, yeah, yeah. It's a which movie. makes him death. I'm sorry. <laughs> and no, but then again, he was um, the person that had the cloak was avoiding death. Yeah. So that's eerie. Yeah. Dumbledore is super powerful, but at the same time, super creepy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But this is the thing, too. Like, Dumbledore is super powerful, but he does have a lot of people doing the work for him. Because even even with Fantastic Beasts, he's like, Newt, I need you to go, Well, they say why he has Newt, because he has the blood pack. He can't... When he says, I can't stand against Grindelwald, it's because he physically can't do it. In doing so, I think, like, he... He would die. Okay. Well, here's, here's what's interesting from what you guys are just saying. So if we take Dumbledore and having people work for him, serve him, and you have Grindelwald pretty much doing the same thing. Like, you're, in other words, you're saying that both of these powerful wizards don't necessarily have to do much to influence other people to do their work yeah. or their bit, you, could, you know? There's a very thin line between Dumbledore... And Grindelwald. I wouldn't right. say Voldemort. Voldemort is no, Voldemort straight up evil. Right, right. But Grindelwald genuinely is just like, I just want our people to be free. Mm-hmm. Period. At any cost. I don't care who dies to get that done. I just mm-hmm. want it done. Um, Dumbledore is pretty much, he may not have killed, but he definitely immense power. He gained a lot of power. He gained a lot of people and allies to mm-hmm. do things for him. And because of how he was, he knew they were going to do it. He even tells them, like, you know why I like you? Because you will do what's right no matter what. Mm. You're going to do what's right. Mm. He teleports away, and then there's a moment where Newt's just standing there, and his hand comes back, and he puts the card in his pocket. Because he knew he was going to do it. Regardless, there yeah. was just, mm-hmm. he knows, it's he's just a as much yeah, it's yeah. just as much manipulation as Grindelwald. Yeah, he but just, they were friends. Yeah. So they would they they had the same goal. It's just that something happened with Dumbledore and his family, and mm-hmm. he's just like, I'm not doing this, you know. But they were they had the same goal at the end of the day. It's just that he just changed his, you know, his way about going about it. Yeah. But yeah, Dumbledore, and then when you see what he does with Harry, and then you see how Snape reacts to it, it's like you just yeah, raising him for, for, slaughter. for slaughter. Like mm-hmm. he has to die at some point. You're just cultivating him making him go where you need him to go Grooming giving him. him just enough attention that harry becomes like oh yeah dumbledore is the greatest like yeah bro this guy's <laughs> actually gonna let you die one day like when it comes down to it out of the both the out of snape and dumbledore snape would be the one to protect you who not for nothing but i felt the ultimate sense of betrayal when i found out the truth through snape's memory mm-hmm. you know and here you go thinking that Snape is this, like the worst individual, mm-hmm. even though you kind of were like, no, nah, he can't be like this, you know, because Dumbledore trusted him. But then when you start seeing what Snape had to go through and the fact that Dumbledore was like, well, you know, they confirmed that Harry has the Horcrux and he also has to die. It's like, well, goddamn, Dumbledore, you fucked up. It's not only is he fucked up, he uses Mary, um, um, Harry's mom against him against Snape it's her, he even said it it's her son he didn't say yeah. oh it's just a boy or it's a baby no no it's her, her son. son not James don't give a about James it's her son like no, he's using yeah, he's using, using him. Snape's mm-hmm. love for Lily yeah but when, when did he yeah. actually start saying that before Harry came into the because 
the reason why Snape was was a Death Eater, mm-hmm. and he ran to Dumbledore because they he knew that he found out that they were gonna go to the house and they yeah. were gonna kill them. Yeah. So Dumbledore was like, okay, I'll help you if you're a double agent or you know Maybe whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's when Snape started really working for Dumbledore, but she died. Yeah. Snape could have easily been like, well, I'm not fucking with you because you mm-hmm. let her die. The whole purpose of me coming to you was to save her. And that's you know? when Dumbledore uses it's her son. Like, it's, he keeps it going. Yeah, but, he says he has her eyes. So, you're, so in other words, that part that um, so I then was imagining why, happened after Lily died. Yeah, I know, but then why was Dumbledore surprised when, you know, Snape ended up doing the dove? Uh, the 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 dough. The dough. Because he, he was just surprised after all this time. Like it's been so long, and the that only he kept reason, it, yeah, that he kept that love of her. Like yeah, the only reason he's yeah. protecting. If Harry. he's manipulating Snape to protect Harry, then why was he surprised that I'm sure Snape? He, I'm sure Snape figured it out after a while. Because hmm. he was, cause you see how he reacts when, when uh, when Snape finds out the truth about everything, he gets mad. He said, "You're just raising him for slaughter." Just like right. he gets upset. Like. This whole time he thought, oh, he also cares for him. It's like, mm, I do, but not as much as you do. Okay, so what are our, what are some other stuff that we can dive into before we close it off? Anybody got any favorite characters? Hmm, that's a good question. I would say Snape. I think he did his shit. Yes, I know Slytherin. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> you knew what was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, I know. Anybody else? Uh, I have. We were talking about it earlier. I think my favorite character was also Snape. Snape and Black. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jasmine. I did say it earlier. My one of my favorite characters is Hermione. Um, as I think about it, I do also really admire Molly Weasley. Especially when she demolishes Bellatrix. Yeah. Yes. Facts. Okay. Mama Bear. Brandon? Um, my favorites are uh, Sirius Black and Lupin. Mm-hmm. Because I've always had like a soft spot when it comes to like monsters and mythology. And like one's a, one turns into a wolf, the other into a werewolf. <laughs> like that's awesome. Okay. Like to be an anime guy or a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Teddy? Oh, man. Which Slytherin is your favorite character? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Snape would be my favorite. Merlin's my second favorite. No. <laughs> Merlin was not in the movies or the books. There was mention. No. Um, I don't know. I, I have to admit, I'm not in depth in the Harry Potter or Wizarding World universe as everyone else is in the table. I, I have read all the books and I've watched all the movies and they're enjoyable. They're really great. Um, I like all the characters, really. There's, like, um, anyone from Harry Potter all the way to the characters from the Fantastic Beasts. Um, so, I, wow. Which one is your favorite? That's the whole point. Your know. favorite. I like them all. I like them all. So you just you I just can't. You neutral. have to like one more than the other. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm going to say... Jeez. That's not a character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to say Hermione. Hermione. Okay. Yeah. The mudblood. Yeah. Yeah, the mudblood, right? <laughs> this is this is a Slytherin saying Hermione. Yeah. Mm. yeah, little Miss Know It All. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
reminds me of somebody. Huh? I said reminds me of somebody. Oh my god. Okay, and real quick, favorite movie. Wait, who's your favorite character? I said it already. Snape. Yeah. Mm. Well, the main attention. <laughs> my bad. So, favorite movie. Mm. I th- okay. I we had talked about this earlier. I think my, my favorite movie, I think might be um, Goblet of Fire, only because that's one of the few movies where the most happens. He has to solve just as many mysteries and puzzles, but he has such a short time to do it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I was saying earlier, like um. Go fight a dragon. Figure out how to fight a dragon. Yeah. Go do it now. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have much time. Usually in the first movie, he has a whole movie to figure out how to do all these stuff. This one is like, no, you have two hours to figure out how you're gonna go fight this dragon. You have two hours to go, or you have a few hours to figure out how you're gonna fight these mermaids. Go do it now. Mm-hmm. And then on the last one, oh, you have to go fight Voldemort. By the way, after doing this whole maze, mm-hmm. go fight him. <laughs> yeah, like the most happens in this one movie, mm-hmm. but. I can quote line for line, <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone and Goblet uh, Chamber of Secrets, nice. like like it's no one's business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, going on, on top of what you're saying, that that movie was a fast paced movie. In fact, one of the few movies that was like really fast paced. Like you said, everything yeah. happens, you yeah. know, almost all at once or within a short amount of time. So yeah, like he, yeah, they I have to that. go and solve yeah. so many problems yeah, and yeah, continue yeah. to like just try mm-hmm. to live their lives. Yeah. Back to back, and mm-hmm. I like that. I don't know. Jasmine, I pretty much agree with Goblet of Fire. That is one of my favorites. Um, I would also say um, the first one, mm-hmm. just starting it right. all off. Right. Ba- like we spoke about it before, and Thomas mentioned, you know, in watching the first movie, we're just like Harry. We don't know anything right. about the Wizarding World. We're all just getting into it and all the new stuff that's into it. Um, one of the ones, I don't want to say it's my favorite, but one that I do like to watch a lot is Order of the Phoenix. That would make it your favorite. <laughs> I, <laughs> which is fine, which is I fine. Mean, it's, then, then I can't really pinpoint. That makes I have three favorites. Um, and I don't, I don't know what it is about it, but... Everybody hates it because Umbridge is in it, oh and she's one God. of those. I think she was great. I think she was great. It's not even role. like you love to hate her. You just, you just need hate her. To hate her. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, yeah. She's a terrible person. <laughs> Can't stand her face. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see someone wearing pink, you just get yeah. Like, or oh. cats, you get a <laughs> you white get a flashback. People like her. <laughs> oh my God, that giggle. <laughs> no. Never wanted to. Throat chop somebody so bad before. <laughs> so, Brandon, what's uh, your favorite? I don't know about favorite, but I do have a top three, mm-hmm. which would be obviously the first one because it's the start of everything. Mm-hmm. So, like Jasmine said, you're you're in the story with Harry. You're seeing everything unfold the same time he is. Then I would think I would have to go with <clears throat> Azkaban next. Because that's the one where the story really starts picking up more as like a whole. It's also the one that introduces my two favorite characters in Black and Lupin. Mm. And then my final would be Deathly Hollows 2 because that's the culmination of the entire story. Like it's mm. the final battle between uh, Harry and Voldemort. I also really like how in that one Neville has like a 
a bigger role than most. Like, he's the one, like, he's one of the people that destroy the Hawkrux when he decapitates Nagini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Teddy? I, I think I have to fall in line with Brandon. I mean, I, with regards to the movies, they're pretty much my favorite movies, which was the Deathly Hollows Props 1 and 2. Would probably be my top one and two, and my third favorite would have to be the Prisoner of Azkaban, only because of how it shifts the tone to bring in much more darker themes and so on and so forth. And death is introduced more, you know, which kind of like similar to life as we grow up. You know, as you get older, you grow up, you get to experience more things, you get to experience hardship and so on and so forth. So, yeah, those are my uh, favorite movies. I was going to ask, for those that who had mentioned what their favorite movies are, would they also be your favorite books? So for me, and I'll just start us off, my favorite book had to have been the last one, Deathly Hollows, which they put as two movies. Mm-hmm. But that was probably my favorite book. Um, yes, it did culminate everything. But the reason I said it is because at first, I had a, not a hard time, but it would take me a long time to read these Harry Potter books. I'm a slow reader, like retain all the information. That Deathly Hallows book I bought for her, I read in the first day. And I killed it in like less than seven hours. Wow. And I was like, okay. That's a big yeah. book, too. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was a big book. And I, I skimmed it. I was like, oh, man, wait till she buys it. It's like a wait till, wait till Maria reads this, you know? So I think that was my favorite book. So, but that's just. Uh, I'd say for me, the Prisoner Prisoner of Azkaban, um, and that was actually my favorite book, Mm. because it was just, it was such a mystery, like what's going on, Mm -hmm. who keeps breaking into to the, to the houses, and and who's who's doing all these things. So that was one of my favorite books and movie. I I think the movie was different than what I imagined it was gonna be, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was still good nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Uh, My other one. It wasn't one of my favorite books because it was just too long in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But eventually, when it picked up, it was it was good. Uh, but in terms of movie, was um, Goblet of Fire because we actually got to see that there are other schools besides Hogwarts, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the fact that there was like this whole you know competition and yeah. all these things. The movie I feel was twenty times better than the, the book. book. Not that I'm hating on the book, right. but it's just that there was a such a huge chunk of like backstory you know when it came to Tom Riddle and, and Voldemort and stuff like that and that remind me up, in, I didn't mean to cut you off but in the movie was that the one where they skipped four chapters pretty much yeah right I yeah. think so for and the Goblet went, of Fire right? yeah they went straight to that scene where Harry and um, the, uh, I forget the Dursley's uh, kid's name um, Dudley? Dudley. Dudley, right. They were like playing in some whatever. No, no, no. That was um, the fifth one. That was yeah. the fifth one? But yeah. I, I remember that being the start of a movie, but in the book, that was like several chapters ahead or something like that. Wait, where they're playing in the, in the like, where they're at the playground and yeah. Dudley or comes to his Phoenix. friends? Yeah. To, to like mess with him? Yeah. Yeah, right? Order the, the Phoenix. Order the Phoenix. Order the Phoenix. Order the Phoenix. But that was one of those that was one of those movies where they skipped like three or four chapters yeah. because that scene didn't happen in the beginning mm-hmm. a lot of, of the I was gonna say a lot of the movies just skip a few yeah, chapters yeah, yeah. in the beginning. Which is fine. It's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's you know Yeah. Uh, were you done? Because I, I wanted to say something. Yeah, okay. we just have to wrap it up. Yeah, I was just gonna say my favorite book I have to be agree with it's the Prisoner of Azkaban. 
like there's so much more detail in the book and the story is a lot more enticing when you're reading it and listening to it how you get everyone's opinion on black it's not just like oh the this is what they're telling you from the the daily prophet or like mm-hmm. on the news you get every single's personal opinion and view on black down to hagrid's mm-hmm. and everyone is quick to assume that black killed Pettigrew and black did this and black did right, that right. and then when you find out the truth you're like all of you are fucking morons because <laughs> not a single person stopped and thought right did this really happen right they all just assumed it and when you li- for me I like listening to the books when you're l- or reading it and you're seeing there's so much more they didn't do that in the movie right it would have been one of my favorites if they would have kept a little bit more but in the movie they kind of just black's a bad guy he was mm. just a patsy. Yeah, he's just a patsy. Like it was just so easy to blame him. Uh-huh. Mm. And they don't explain too much. They just say, oh, he blew a pedigree, killed some people. There mm. you go. Let's go. And the book, it's so much better. Like, they show you how he was set up. And you, you see how he's set up and how they get blamed. And then when I hear in the book, they t- explain that when he gets caught, he was just laughing. He calmly gave up and he was just laughing. Mm. You understand why he was laughing because he knew these motherfuckers set me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I'm i so caught. Like, I, there's nothing I can do. I was set up perfectly. He's laughing about it because it's one of those things. It's like, you can't, you can't do nothing else but laugh about it. Like, yo, <laughs> they got me so good. This is it. This is how I'm going to spend the rest of my life because I was fooled. And you can see that in the book. The book is by far, that's my favorite book. Like, it's just so good to see all the little details and how, at the end of it, Harry's just like, they all lied about you. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, your father was my brother. <laughs> and I will gladly, like, as soon as they find out the truth, like, so you want to live with me? Mm-hmm. Like, we can go and you don't have to live in the Dursleys no mm-hmm. more. Or we can go live our lives if you want. Or you can stay here, but choice is yours. But I'm a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he got murked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they kill him. Damn you, Lestrange. <laughs> uh, but I have one final question, if I may. Mm-hmm. What is everybody's favorite Fantastic Beast? Oh. Like actual beast? Or yeah. the movie? Movie. Oh. The movie. Like the beast. Oh, there, there are only... There are only right. two. There are only two movies, right? So you want to? No, I mean, two? I'm talking about between like the Harry Potters and the Fantastic Beasts. Like, are you actually about the the animals? Yeah. Oh, you want to know the, what's your favorite? What's our favorite animal? Yeah. Oh, uh, hippogriff. The hippogriff. Hippogriff. <laughs> Bro, if you don't bow properly, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> you better get this shit. Come, that's the definition of come correct. <laughs> you better come correct. I don't, I'm not feeling you. Back up. I'm not feeling it. I don't think you're sincere enough. You better bow lower. No? Bye. I'm not fucking with you. I think before I would have said the hippogriff too. Until we saw the creatures in Order of the Phoenix that only Harry and Luna could see. The I, The Thestrals. The yeah. Thestrals. There's something about them that mm. just, you they're awesome. Yeah, you I fuck with them. <laughs> this is a guy who yeah, has cool. Hades. This is a guy who has Hades tattooed on his arm. Well, hey. Like, so, yeah. Mm. I, I, I got to that. Mm. <laughs> like. Okay. Uh, I think the bull truckle. I know oh, it's simple, wow. but, like, that, that little motherfucker can do things. Yeah. <laughs> like, he could pick locks. 
he he basically saved um what you call it uh yeah newt and um tina the living lock pick <laughs> when they were about to like wipe their minds or actually mm-hmm. literally kill yeah. Them, yeah um he saved them little tiny branch <laughs> did his thing so and then also the the i think the one that was actually kind of cool was the oh i can't remember the name it was the one that was taking care of the big ass bird inside oh, the of the department store the little invisible the little monkey owl monkey like a cross between an, an owl's face and a monkey's body <laughs> yeah that one, that one, <laughs> just like taking care of the big I like ass birds. Thing just too, I like the fact that it changes to fit the areas in. Mm-hmm. So, girl, work and shrink. That's pretty handy. You keep it in your pocket. You're like, oh, you want to fight? All right, let's go. <laughs> Giant sky serpent. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Anyway. I like the the Thunderbird and the the Nifflers. Mm. They're cute. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like a pain in the ass. <laughs> hey, get out I of my mean... change drawer, yo. <laughs> yeah. Seems like the type of person who like pixies. Like, no. <laughs> Teddy? Um, geez, I'm, I'm coming across a couple. Um, this kind of hard, but I don't... It's, it, it almost seems derogatory, but those centaurs that were in the Harry Potter movie... Mm-hmm. How is that derogatory? Oh, well, because we're considering them animals, in a way. Are they necessarily uh, animals? I see. Good point. But, yeah. then again, they're not... Yeah. You on your own with this one, bro. So, yeah. <laughs> but there's something cool about them. they're a creature. But they're... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they are. But they're okay. sentient. But they're, like, they're very sentient. Like, they're yeah. humanoid. They're intelligent. Yeah. They're intelligent. I mean, they you they, they're supposed to be intelligent, but every time Hagrid tried to talk to them, yeah, like when you're reading in the book, all they were just like, yeah, Mars, <laughs> staring up at the sky. The moon was awfully like, oh, Jesus, here we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Centaurs are awesome, though. <laughs> all right. So, so I think oh, this is it. We're going to wrap it up because we're actually into an hour at this nice. point. Right. So, um, uh, yeah, thank you so much to uh cosmic tea comments crew yeah. to for joining us this was fun um, it was really good thanks for having us yeah thanks for allowing us to come please you guys are great hosts thomas where can we find you i uh, have trouble with this uh you can find us on instagram at cosmic.t.comics <laughs> nice also on ebay at the cosmic tea comics on ebay Yes, because he sells some very awesome books yes. at a good price. So definitely, please check him out and see what he has to offer. I will be putting up more. I have some few up now. I will be gradually be putting up more little by little as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, Jasmine, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us as well. Thank you for having us. So Yeah, thank you for having me. This was awesome. It was <laughs> yeah. definitely an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it was a good one. Hopefully it was a good it one. It was a yes. good one. Yeah. Good, I good. definitely had a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad. Um, and you want to shut it down? Okay. No. <laughs> in any Close event, it down. I know, right? In any event, we want to thank the listeners out there for actually spending the, uh, spending the time with us while we went through this long but fun, very informative podcast. You be Please make sure you follow us at 567 Underground, either at, on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can also sp- follow us on Spotify, right? Yeah, YouTube. <laughs> Don't forget YouTube. to check out YouTube at Five Two Seven Underground. 
um, where you can find Teddy's quickie videos and whatever else we decide to put up there at the on YouTube. Quickie videos. Yeah. Yeah. So which he's getting better at. Trying, trying to. <laughs> we'll be putting out more videos as the week uh, goes by. Yeah. I have some other uh, recommendations and reviews that I want to go over. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Just wanted to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slytherin rules. <laughs> that's it. That is Slytherin all day number one, no cap. <laughs> And this is when I start shutting down mics. So uh, that is so typical of a Southern, I swear to God. Anyway. Keep thank it you. real. Keep it real. Okay, that's it. I'm shutting down mics. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Have a good one. Have a great evening, everyone. Thanks.